Day 17. Today I had a follow-up meeting with my arm surgeon. It's just over two months since the melanoma was removed and he's very pleased with how everything is looking. That surgery was a big thing to face with a fair amount of anxiety as we waited for biopsies to come back afterwards. I'm extremely grateful for the quality of care and the speed with which the various tests and the operation happened. Just because I'm currently facing an issue with my leg does not mean I should be blasé or gloss over gratitude for my arm. It's easy to become preoccupied with the challenge of the moment and to lose perspective. During COVID, I've often been more inclined to complain about what I have been missing rather than to give thanks for what I have. As a general rule, I'm probably too quick to move on to the next thing and too slow to pause and give thanks. Today, I'm thankful for great medical care on my arm, for successful surgery and for healing. I'm also thankful for many small mercies over the last three months and indeed the past year. Psalm 17 reminds us that everything we say matters. Words have an impact to build up or tear down. What we say is one of the clearest indications of who we are. Whatever is inside us tends to come out through our mouths. Hear me, Lord, my plea is just. Listen to my cry. Hear my prayer. It does not rise from deceitful lips. Let my vindication come from you. May your eyes see what is right. Though you probe my heart, though you examine me at night and test me, you will find that I have planned no evil. My mouth has not transgressed. Though people tried to bribe me, I have kept myself from the ways of the violent through what your lips have commanded. My steps have held to your paths. My feet have not stumbled. I call on you, my God, for you will answer me. Turn your ear to me and hear my prayer. Show me the wonders of your great love. You who save by your right hand, those who take refuge in you from their foes, keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who are out to destroy me, from my mortal enemies who surround me. They close up their callous hearts and their mouths speak with arrogance. They have tracked me down. They now surround me with eyes alert to throw me to the ground. They are like a lion hungry for prey, like a fierce lion crouching in cover. Rise up, Lord, confront them, bring them down with your sword, rescue me from the wicked. By your hand, save me from such people. Lord, from those of this world whose reward is in this life, May what you have stored up for the wicked fill their bellies. May their children gorge themselves on it, and may there be leftovers for their little ones. As for me, I will be vindicated and will see your face when I awake. I will be satisfied with seeing your likeness. Again, a longer psalm. And here David contrasts what comes out of his mouth with that of his mortal enemies. His prayer does not rise from deceitful lips. His mouth has not transgressed. 
In contrast, his enemies speak with arrogance. And this is because of what is going on in David's life against what characterises the lives of his enemies. David has planned no evil. He has resisted bribes that had been offered to him and avoided the ways of the wicked. Rather, his steps have held to God's path and his feet have not stumbled. His mortal enemies, on the other hand, close up their callous hearts. They track David down and throw him to the ground. They are like a wild beast, hungry and waiting to pounce. David asks from the beginning that vindication will come from God, the same God that probes David's heart and has him on continuous examination. The Lord will save him by his right hand, keep him as the apple of his eye, hide him in the shadow of his wings, and bring down his enemies with his sword. There is remarkable confidence in this psalm, as David looks forward to alternative destinies for those who take refuge in the Lord and those who adopt an opposite position. Those who turn to God and call on him will be shown the wonders of his great love, will know salvation and have reward beyond this life. The vindication that is spoken of at the start of the psalm is mentioned again at the end. Not only has David been vindicated, he will be vindicated. He will be cleared of blame and declared justified. The focus on this is the hope and anticipation of seeing God's face, that when he awakes, he will see God's likeness. We're put right with God, not through our parentage, cultural background or religious activity. We are put right with God by God. It couldn't be any other way. This is the key difference between Jesus and religion. Religion is humanity in search of God. Jesus is God in search of human beings. Religion calls people to do the best they can. Jesus is God doing more than we could ever do to put us right with him. Those who oppose God will be brought down by God. Despite their sense of superiority, they will not triumph because they face a stronger foe than the one they feel they are going to be triumphant over. Growling lions look like they have David on the ropes, but it is the Lord with his sword that overcomes this daunting foe. Their reward is only in this world. They will gorge themselves on what is in store for them, and this will be their only inheritance. The coming death and judgment is what awaits. They will consume now what will consume them. These are hard words, and this is not a pleasant fate. David makes clear that salvation is not only his to experience and enjoy. God saves by his right hand all who take refuge in him. Now is the time to turn to God. Now is the time to seek refuge in him. Now is the time to be shown something different. The wonders of his great love.